0: The alarms are ringing once again, which only means one thing. It is emergency episode time here on the 24 7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. And this is national news. So you might also be hearing us on the College Football Daily feed. Dan Mullen is out at Florida. Welcome in. I'm your host, Blair Angulo, joined by national recruiting analyst Andrew Ivins. And we're here to break down that news from a recruiting perspective as we're less than a month away from the early signing period. Andrew, first of all, how are we doing? And second of all, What's your immediate reaction to Dan Mullen being out of Gainesville? It's hard to
1: be surprised. Uh, You know, I'm down here in the state of Florida and you could just sense it and feel it with the Florida fan base. You know, there's always going to be rumors out there about boosters doing this and boosters doing that, but as the losses started to pile up for Dan Mullen, and, and there was a lot of them against Power 5 opponents, and then just to lose how they did on Saturday on the road to Missouri in a game their favor. I mean, I'm not surprised that we're discussing this uh, on Sunday. I mean, it's not Black Sunday, but just given how much turnover and how crazy this coaching carousel has already been, And I'm not surprised in any way. So I would say expected maybe is the word uh, given, given that result against Missouri.
0: Yeah. And and I think, you know, he had, he had left or he had dismissed a couple of assistants right earlier, uh, some fall guys. And you have to kind of make some of those changes to, to show that, Hey, whatever results are happening on the field are not acceptable, but off the field, You know, Florida has been struggling a bit as well. You know, we, we, we discussed this on this podcast feed numerous times, a top 25 class nationally, and, and obviously it's Florida. So the standard is a little bit higher. And, and when you look at their SEC ranking in the recruiting rankings, they're, they're number nine. And, and I don't think that's going to be good enough. Not only because you're not winning on the field, but then you're not bringing in the quality of talent that's going to be able to keep you hovering in that range with some of the some of the other teams that are stacking high caliber prospect after high caliber prospect.
1: Well, Blair, you bring up kind of a good point. And I'm, you know, I was just reading—I I wouldn't call it an article, but it was someone I compiled a bunch of national takes, just kind of on Florida's decision to part ways with Dan Mullen or or fire him or however you want to phrase it. Uh, And there's a lot of people questioning it. You know, Dan took Florida to multiple New Year's six games. Dan Mullen uh, is a pretty good coach. And all of a sudden he has one bad year uh, and now they're pulling the plug on him. And, you know, should he have gotten another year? I mean, you can debate that all you want. But I I think the big thing, and if you're versed in what's going on, is the recruiting is slumping. Right now, Florida is pacing to have what would be its worst recruiting class in 24-7 sports history. I went through on the podcast. They're 23 right now. Uh, you got to go all the way back to 2015 when they finished um, in the 20s. And that's and they, they signed the number 21 class that year, which was 10th in the SEC. So recruiting is not in a good spot. And I think when you're losing, it's hard to look. At the commit list and, and and you know where they stand with some of these battles and get excited. It seems like under Mullen recruiting, I think the word I've been using is, is kind of like a chore for him. He didn't attack it every day. And when you got Kirby Smart at Georgia. You got Nick Saban at Alabama. Both those guys come down into Florida and kind of get who they want. So I think that's ultimately played a huge factor in this, just the recruiting aspect. That's the lifeline of the program. There is no draft. I mean, you got to go get your guys. And it seems like to Mullen, I don't know how much of a fight he really had 365 days a year when it came to recruiting.
0: It was a complete chore. Remember, they asked him in that press conference and he didn't want to talk recruiting (laughs) during the season. But, you know, it it isn't like he could talk well about what's happening on the field either. If I was him, I'd change the subject right away into recruiting because I'd rather take those questions than take the questions that, you know, the kind of what we were seeing them and how things were unfolding for them on the field. Obviously, another big loss for them this past weekend against Missouri. and, And that was kind of the final nail in the coffin. Now, you know, I think the timing of this is really... really significant. And I think that's what would give Florida fans maybe some optimism is that they did move when they moved. I mentioned earlier, less than a month ago until the early signing period, which kicks off December 15th, a number of other high profile job openings, you know, we can clump USC in there. We can put LSU in there. Um, there are some, you know, middle of the road type of openings like a like a Washington. And, and that could be an interesting, um, you know, development, depending on how that packs will have North school. Uh, approaches this and and whether or not they want to wait until after the signing period. But I think this is important for the Gators to get in there and start to Pick some some brains, right, and try to figure out what's going to be next for the Gators, and it gives them a chance to at least close and and add some momentum heading into the early signing period and heading into the transfer portal season and, and all that. Now the immediacy of these decisions is so impactful because of this early signing period. What what does Florida need? You're there. You're in, you're in the Sunshine State. What do you think that the Gators need to do with this next hire from a recruiting perspective?
1: They got to go get someone that wants to recruit. Someone that is going to make his assistant coaches recruit. Look, Florida's always going to have talent. I was there... Are, or they're going to attract talent. Like good kids are going to come to the swamp and they want to be recruited. All right. That's just kind of the way it is. Like, the, I mean, it's Florida, the kids in Miami, the kids in South Florida, they want to go up there to the swamp. They, they, they want to check it out. The same goes for Orlando and the Tampa area. And then they get kids from Georgia. I mean, all of that is a, a five hour drive. So you're always going to have stars there. I go back to the Friday night light camp, uh, Friday night lights camp. They had it in, in late July. I was there. It was probably one of the most loaded camps I've ever covered. I mean, I, I was st- I was in the stands, they're, they're doing one-on-ones. You had Nick Evers, their quarterback commit, throwing to Isaiah Bond, Evan Stewart, the five-star receivers there. Uh, you had this uh, CJ Hawkins, a, a six, seven tight end, running around. And then you had Julian Humphrey, one of the nation's fastest corners is covering him. Shamar James, a, a linebacker in coverage. And I'm like, man, if, if they win some games, this this could be the core of their recruiting class. And then all of a sudden it, it, it just fell apart. And, and I know the losses have piled up now, But it seems like as soon as we got into the season those recruitments for most a lot of those kids i just mentioned they 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 flipped it the the script got flipped it and those guys started looking at other schools and i don't know why and obviously once you start losing games it's hard to win some of those more high profile battles But they got to get a guy who wants to recruit 365 days a year and he's going to make his assistance. And, you know, what are they going up against at Georgia? Obviously, Georgia is is a machine right now. Uh, Kirby Smart's kind of finding his stride. But I I was thinking about it like this. You know, Georgia, if you go to the 23 class, uh, they already have a tight end committed, Pierce Berlin, who is, uh, I, I think, our number one or number two tight end in that cycle. I started going through our, our, our 2023 rankings and I looked at the next 10 tight ends or so and already five or six of them have visited Georgia. Uh, and that's because Kirby puts pressure on his assistant coaches. Like you have to recruit. If you're going to come work for me, you have to recruit. And on, on the flip side, like I don't even know if Florida knows who their number one target target is in, in the 23 cycle. So I think you got to get a guy at the top that likes to recruit, wants to recruit, uh, and someone that's going to be able to go head to head eventually with Nick Saban and, and
0: Kirby Smart. Yeah, lifeblood of the program. Obviously, recruiting is so pivotal and the standard is different. 23 in the country right and we're we're talking about a, a program that's actually recruiting decently from a national perspective uh, only 13 commitments and to have a an average rating of a really low four-star prospect is is pretty good but obviously the standard is just completely different with Florida and, and they're making this move to try to get ahead of it and, and maybe you know try to fend off some 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 of these other teams that might be trying to poach or, or to get a, a different type of, of of energy there in Gainesville so Florida uh, makes a decision. Dan Mullen is out and it's going to be interesting to see what happens next with that hire and, and what that could mean for recruiting because uh, there is uh, obviously kind of a, a, a big battle there in state with Miami and Florida State. And then you have the SEC powers that are going into the state of Florida as well. Uh, and those, those battles against Georgia that you, that you mentioned are, are going to be really intriguing. So we'll see if Florida makes a decision soon. You can keep up with all of that and more over at 24 24- seven sportscom for national recruiting analyst Andrew Ivins and our producer Lance Glenn. I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this emergency episode of the 24/7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast.